0: Every day just felt like so much work, trying not to cry and wanting not to hurt. Day after day, the same thing. It's bad enough that you lost the most important person in your life, but now you struggle to breathe and fit into a world that looks completely different. It's no wonder we work hard to get better. If I had to list how I worked hard to get better, I would probably have to say it was through my questioning my investigating how long it would take, and it was through fighting with God. That was my entire first year. Little did I know that seeds were being planted, and I'm thankful for that. But there's one thing that would be incredibly healing to you, and it is not setting goals of when it will be over. Join me today as I share why I always felt like a grief failure and was convinced that I would never cross the finish line and how you can avoid repeating my mistakes and make it easier on yourself. Hey friend, welcome
1: to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis. Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and He turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith, and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, Get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future.
0: Come on in the house and join me on the couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in the United Kingdom, our spotlight country, this week. And, oh my, California is still edging North Carolina out as the state with the most downloads. It is still so close. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So I want you to know that whatever country or state you are in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. If you're anything like me, you knew from the very beginning that the pain of grief was not something you wanted to feel, much less live in for any length of time. I expected my first life-changing grief to feel like the other griefs I felt over the years with people who I wasn't as close to or dependent on. And when I, and this is for the young people, when I felt all the feels, I freaked out because I had never experienced anything so heavy, painful, and overwhelming. Now, I'm a learner. I'm generally curious, but more than those, I'm a why person. I need to know why when something happens. And those why questions had me in a frenzy looking for answers to why Monica hadn't been healed when she walked out such a crazy faith. Why she had to suffer so much incredible pain. Why God allowed our ministry to die with her. And of course, why I felt debilitated with this grief. I tried to figure out the instructions on how to get through grief quickly. When I asked my friends how long this would take, they never answered with a time frame. They just said they didn't know how long, but that it would get better. I really thought they were trying to get out of answering the question, and I needed to know the time frame so I could plan and prepare my mind and my heart. See, I thought in terms of weeks or months Certainly, not years. I can say that I accidentally did things really well, though not for the right reason. In the last episode, I told you that I went after God in a way that looked more like fighting Him, but He knew me, and He knew I would do that, so He turned that fight into time spent with Him. It was healing. Out of fear, I made sure that I didn't fall into what felt like a black hole By making myself do one thing each day, my non-negotiable, that was healthy and ultimately healing. What I did a terrible job of was goal setting. That's how I have lived my life. I set a goal and I go after it. I was happy, notice the term happy, when I reached the goal. And in all my goal setting, I always forgot to enjoy the middle Or, what you see on cliches as the journey. I forgot to live in the day before the goal was achieved. This, my friend, made my grief journey so much harder, and it will make your journey harder too, because with goal setting comes comparison and a success failure mentality. Because I hadn't stopped crying daily after two months, it made me feel like a failure. Because I had set these weird, unfounded, and arbitrary goals. Like, after a month, I shouldn't be crying every day. So for you right now, the one big thing I'm trying to get across is do not set any goals related to when grief will get better. Now that's gold right there. (laughs) If you hear nothing else today, hear that. Remember and get this down in your soul. It's a hard ask. But learn to just be right now. But, and I know a lot of you are like me, and I'm sorry, it's gonna be hard to turn that off. So, until you learn to just be, I thought I would offer you some alternative goals to set. We're gonna start learning a new vocabulary here the grief vocabulary. See, in grief, words take on a different meaning, and it's important that you learn this new vocabulary. To have an honest picture of you and of what progress actually looks like. You expect yourself to get through or to maybe grit, G-R-I-T, through and cross the finish line. But grief is a very different thing. It is a time to put yourself first and to focus on God as you heal. You need to focus on where you are, not where you aren't. You're going to go through more than you ever imagined. So you need to take time for you. A lot of us women think that by taking time for ourselves, it's selfish. So if you start to feel that you're being a bit selfish, then you are actually taking good care of yourself. It's sad that we have to look at it that way. You need to add the word only to what you say to yourself and to others. This word is important and not used enough. When it's been six months and you're starting to feel more pain because the fog is starting to lift, do not tell yourself that you haven't made any progress because it's been six months. I want you to add the word only and say it's only been six months. This is more realistic and this is more truth than emotion. You are slaying it. Now, this term comes to mind when you think of a battle or a physical competition. You might see someone succeeding at something very hard, and you say, man, they're slaying it. Well, that's exactly what you are doing every day you make it through. You're slaying it. So I need you to tell yourself that each and every night and do it out loud. And you need to say it even when you don't feel it, because those are the times It's actually more important. So that's about you. You are a warrior. Next, we're going to talk about what progress looks like. Progress is measured differently in grief. Every step, every inch of the way, it is praying, reading, and rising. It is breathing and getting through the day. Progress is moving your body and getting out with family and friends. Progress becomes laughing without guilt. Progress is accepting what happened. Progress is in many different things along the way. And here's the most important thing. There is no finish line. So take that stress off of yourself. If you are moving even inch by inch today, you are slaying it. An inch is still movement. What progress is, it is understanding with your head and feeling with your heart that moving on, and moving forward are not the same as ending. The lie I believed in the beginning was that if I moved on or moved forward, that I was dishonoring and or forgetting Monica, that it was an act of allowing her, her life and legacy to really be over, for her to almost die again. It may sound strange, but you'll see what I mean when you get there. Moving on or moving forward is in fact An honoring and healthy act. It enables your loved one's life and legacy to live on through you. So stop working so hard to get better, to be better, to do all the things that people expect of you. No more finish line mentality here because there is no finish line when it comes to losing a loved one. The work of grief is found in the praying, reading, and rising on a daily basis. It's consistency. A quick Jesus help me is an honest and important prayer if you got nothing else. Don't look for major changes from day to day because these changes and this progress is over time, like months and years. So as a review, the one and best thing you can do is just be. Don't set goals. Don't have unrealistic expectations on yourself and don't accept them from others. But if you need help with that and you're you're just not there, we're going to focus on some different things. Focus on where you are, not where you aren't. Every time you say, but it's been three or six or nine months, add the word only to it. It's only been three, six or nine months. Every day you make it through, every time you pray, read or rise, you are slaying it. Say this out loud each evening, even If you don't feel it, moving forward is not dishonoring. It's an act of great honor to your loved one, their life, and their legacy. Progress is every step or every inch you move. Progress is praying, reading, and rising. Lastly, don't expect a finish line and don't expect to see major changes from day to day. Your journey works or the work of your journey this week is to say out loud, every night. I'm slaying it. Do this every evening this week. And if you are so (laughs) goal-oriented, then do it every evening this month. Put a post-it note on your mirror so you don't forget. The word of the week is Psalm 4610. I love this verse because I so needed this verse and the reminder that God's got it. And this is what Google said. The Hebrew word for still that's used in Psalm 46.10, is rafa. And it means to sink down, relax, let go, cease striving. Remember the context of this verse. It's a time of conflict and war. So this isn't a call to be quiet. It's a command to stop fighting. And the song of the week is so good too. It's Brian Courtney Wilson's Still. Listen to this many times this week. And here are some other ways to help you move forward. You probably know these by now. So first one, (laughs) join the private Facebook group. Over 100 members strong now promise you will feel welcomed and supported by faith-filled Christian women. It's a place where other Christian women get it and can support you in a way those around you cannot. If you're ready to put action behind your desire of healing, Purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. Don't put this off till tomorrow. Take this step now. You'll do one section weekly over four weeks. It's a support program, a mini support program, because I want you to have time to digest and implement the steps. The workshop gives you direction and action steps towards your healing. It is what you need in the first year or if you feel stuck. And if you don't have a church home, visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, in this new year of 2023, remember who still holds your future and know that you are not alone. Keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch and keep taking steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement or helped you in any way, share it with a friend either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.